Hey everyone, does capitalism get you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 42 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. Woo! I'm your host, Lydia, and this week I went to Canada's Wonderland for Halloween Haunt, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> so sad. It's fine. <laughs> and my name's Courtney, and this week I got on a mushroom kick. Ah! <laughs> uh, wait, magic mushrooms? No, not yet. Okay, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Okay, so there's this documentary on Netflix called fantastic fungi and i put it on to put on something in the background i really didn't think i was gonna like it i was like whatever here's a documentary about wildlife like you know i thought it was like blue planet and i got so into it it was just absolutely blowing my mind like how cool mushrooms were and like fungi are and it was all like the documentary was in parts like their part in like the ecosystem and like their like mycelium which is like their roots and stuff yeah help trees communicate and like they learned that like trees like take care of their like babies and stuff through the mycelium like they send them resources and like if they have pests like if a tree is dying from like a pest infestation it sends like all of its resources to its babies that are like furthest away so they have a chance at surviving and they're like not close to it so they won't get infested how so cute so everything like communicates know these things that's right right (laughs) Through the mycelium. And then they were talking about, um, like, the benefits to humans and, like, the medicinal benefits. Yeah. And it was very cool, very mind-blowing. Um, <laughs> and then part of that was about magic mushrooms and about how, like, it can, like, expand your brain and, like, reset your brain. Yeah, definitely. And, like, microdosing and stuff like that. And, like, I kind of yeah. was like, hmm, that's You that's should get so into microdosing. Yeah, that would be so, so cool. Interesting stuff. Yeah. But I just, I, I wouldn't even know where to, like, get them. I think you could just get them at, like, a, a natural food store. Like, it's not really? illegal. You can microdose on mushrooms for... Yeah, they sell, like, the pills and everything. I didn't know you... I didn't know it was legal to Yeah, you could literally buy them at the mushrooms. store. Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend's mom what? is doing it. Yeah. What? Apparently, what? it's, like, good for your, like, arth- uh, for your brain and stuff like that. It, like, yeah, can prevent it, like, early makes... onset Alzheimer's and stuff. Yeah, it, like, creates new, like, neurons and, like, can yeah. help, like, anxiety <laughs> and shit like that. Yeah, you could, like, microdose from the store. Is that okay, so cool? Okay, yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be looking into that, my friends. Oh yeah. Just, just do wait. It. Catch me microdosing soon. Whoa. This mushroom yeah. thing comes at a crazy time to be honest. I can't believe you said this because my mom has recently also been on a mushroom kick and she goes out and like picks mushrooms and she harvests mushrooms and she brings okay. them home and she like tests them every evening every every couple of days she's like i'll eat it first to see if i get sick and then you guys can have it and so far she hasn't i had a really good one yesterday like yes yeah, oh man it smelled it made the house smell like yeah. chocolate chip cookies and she was like and good excuse me and she was like oh and like uh, you know only one in 25 people get stomach problems from it so you're probably fine i was like okay <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> you know what, though? After I watched the documentary, I literally went to the bookstore and bought two books on mushrooms, and one of them was Mushroom <laughs> Identification. Courtney, preparing for the apocalypse. Bro. On the West Coast. Just no, I am prepared. In my yeah, car now, I have just, like, foraging books, just in case. But one of them was that. about mushrooms to identify on the West Coast, and the other one was, like, about, like, medicinal 
mushroom benefits yeah a lot of them i mean i think it's definitely possible to like pick mushrooms and be totally healthy about it like i feel like we have a lot of stigma around mushrooms because everyone's like oh they're toxic they're poisonous they're gonna fucking kill you because they all look the same but like they don't there is clear Mm -hmm. differences between like the toxic ones Mm -hmm. the non-edible ones and the edible ones you know like you can you can figure it out you can do a little bit of research you got books you're ready yeah (laughs) and there's some that like when you read it they're like there are no lookalikes to this mushroom so you're good don't worry Mm -hmm. if it looks like this it is the right mushroom it's the right mushroom yeah yeah that's Mm -hmm. so fun that's so fun and fresh oh my gosh so fun fun guy (laughs) my friend's ecology teacher pronounces fun guy like fungi that's the way to pronounce it i think that's how no, they did it in the not. documentary There's no way are you serious yeah I'm gonna freaking i was like what the fuck are this. they saying what what is this? you're like google it funge oh, oh. <laughs> totally ruins the joke in my opinion yeah. you know the you're They're a fun, fun guy. guys yeah come on science, science. all right Be tell fun. us about the halloween okay haunt. yeah so halloween haunt so um canada's wonderland you know it's kind of like um six flags for our american listeners or like any other amusement theme park type of situation mm-hmm. and then they have like hella roller coasters and stuff like that yeah. and every year during halloween they get these sick mazes set up and like you get jump scares and like you get really cool like outdoor ones there's like a cornfield there's like a hay field and then there's and some it's all like at night so it's inside like and it's all at night right so it's seven o'clock until midnight this shit's open it's crazy and then the rides are also open so you get the super awesome opportunity to go on the rides at night which is a lot of fun Mm. and the lineups are less because everybody is lining up at the mazes and everybody wants to go in there this year because of covid there was no mazes (laughs) and i didn't know that (laughs) i was signing up for this shit and normally i don't go to wonderland because the lineups guys like i don't know if it's my aging body but i just can't (laughs) handle the lineups also it was my birthday so i'm 23 now so you know i'm old as fuck the 23 year old (laughs) my aging body (laughs) my aging body can't handle standing in line for like an hour and a half i just can't do it anymore you know Mm. i'm a year older and Mm. i just don't have the capacity for it my joints start to cripple my my knees i could feel the rain coming in my knees bro and like it was just kind of a waste of um money i guess because it was just wonderland at yeah. night yeah and there wasn't any interesting mazes there was a couple people like dressed up in costume and like they tried to scare you and like we had a couple of scares it was kind of fun but in total we were there for like four hours and i think we went on one roller coaster and then we just did a bunch of those like little rides you know the ones they have like the teacups yeah. and like the boat that you just like swing on for like oh my god minutes. i love that one that's like my favorite one this every time I- <laughs> the lineup is always two minutes long it's a kid's ride but it's the it's best ride so much fun <laughs> swings of the century yeah and like one other like i can't even it was just which big one did you go on was it behemoth, behemoth leviathan yeah. oh behemoth. it was behemoth it was behemoth Aww. i love behemoth it's one of Same. my favorite rides ever but they have like a new one that i wanted to try but the lineup was an hour and a half long apparently according to the app and an app that now. is just yeah they have an app now and like weird it's sometimes true but it's sometimes not at one point we walked by these guys oh yeah because we also went on the Mindbuster. Or sorry, the wild beast. And the, the wild beast is crazy. Honestly, the wild beast, it's like this old rickety, like wooden, <laughs> like one of the so first much. roller coasters. I don't know how it's still standing. Me neither. But it's 
scarier than behemoth <laughs> just because of the fact that it's so old you're like yeah. it's not there's no big <laughs> drops it's just like is this going to break yeah and it's like i don't understand how it's going so fast <laughs> and like some of the little like entrances are so small it feels like you're gonna hit your head on the wood that's above you or something like that like you're not yeah. the clearance is huge but it's so freaky and like and it's it so jittery and so rickety much. oh god it hurts so it hurts bad. your head so and you gotta hold your titties down while you're on that <laughs> ride <laughs> swinging a dangity all over the voice. <laughs> uh, but I think I'm over Wonderland. It's just too yeah. much lines. And the only way I'm going to go is if I get a fast pass, which is $90. Or if like someone I know has diabetes, then we can like kind of skip the line because you're diabetes. not... Diabetes? Yeah. Because like you're not technically supposed to be able to... I think it depends on how intense your diabetes is, but you get <laughs> you an exemption. You can skip the line if you have diabetes? Yeah, you can skip the line. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't put this out in the public. <laughs> Why? Because you can't... Technically, with diabetes, you can argue that you can't, like, be in lineups for, like, an hour and a half. Because, like, what if something happens to your blood sugar and they don't let you bring in, like, snacks or anything uh, to Wonderland anymore? Okay, so that makes sense. you can be like, I gotta... I'm gonna pass out if I have to stand in line for longer than 45 minutes just Poor because that's how my diabetes, diabetes works. Man. And what are they gonna Just do? let them bring in snacks. Like... <laughs> No, no. Let them skip millions. the line. <laughs> Every I'm time their blood sugar run. gets low, they have to go yeah. buy something. They have to go buy a twenty dollar donut. Like, oh my god, I know. And geez. the lineups for the funnel cakes. Oh my god. Okay, the funnel cakes at Wonderland are good. I'll give you that. They are good. <laughs> but at twelve o'clock at night, when I was exiting the park, the funnel cakes is at the front of the park, and we were leaving from the medieval section of the park, which is like maybe a kilometer away. The lineup went all the way back there okay Four they're not that good cakes. they're not that good they're like <laughs> no. out of a little cart they're yeah. okay they're, they're okay just okay like they're, they're really like not that some good. good deep fried oily food but mm-hmm. that's the extent of it and you get a little bit of ice cream on top a little bit of it's like okay. drizzle i don't it's know like okay. it's just okay like normally they're too crispy anyways i don't mean like it's not it's just so ridiculous i just it's too hyped up for me. You know, it's too hyped up yeah, for me. And I'm afraid enough. of the youths, too. And they are the everywhere youths. in the park. So <laughs> I get that. I can't. I'm a little they're scared just, of the youths, too. Uh, yeah, they're the just Gen too Z's. much. Yeah, they're just a lot. And I, I often wonder to myself, were we that annoying when we were in oh, grade 100%. school? 100%. Yeah, that's my conclusion, too. <laughs> I think we just don't notice it until, like, we get a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, like, oh, my God, kids. we weren't like that, but 100% no. we were like that. 100%. Like that. We're all, like, obnoxious. Yeah, so obnoxious. And they were doing this thing where, like, at one point they were singing, like, TikTok songs on the rides and stuff. And, like, oh, they no. were, like, loading on and they were, like, singing songs and stuff like that. And then, like, other people would join in because all the youths were there. It was, like, a super cute moment. But me and my Aww. friend were like, oh, my fucking God. Like, what's going on? And then I was like, hold on. I hold used on. to do that. Yeah. I literally... <laughs> did that except it was like musicals that i would sing yeah it was (laughs) it was musicals and we would sing the lonely island we loved to sing i just had sex as loud as we could we were in grade like seven (laughs) yeah we were like a lot more annoying i think yeah i think so too (laughs) like at least tiktok songs are like good songs yeah (laughs) and it's just like go best friend yeah they go best friend that's my best friend and i was like okay you know what i might have been worse Mm-hmm. So the youths get a pass forever. Plus, they I do the super pass. fun thing where if your airdrop is on in the lineup, people will airdrop random things to everybody. So I, I have that. like a bunch of random shit. <laughs> I love that so much. Now. <laughs> Courtney, you know what I did? I sent I out, that. I sent out one of our Instagram posts for very unimportant people. 
That is marketing at its finest. That is why Lydia is head of social media over here at Very Unimportant People headquarters. That is brilliant. Oh, it was so funny because I was looking through my photos. I was like, what can I send them? But all I have on my phone is Instagram stuff. And I was like, fuck it. Episode 39 out now. That's so funny. Hello uh, to all of our new listeners. Yeah, um. From Wonderland. <laughs> if you saw me standing in the line... That was now your opportunity to, to meet a celebrity, but you yeah. guys... and you missed it. <laughs> you missed it. Uh, yeah. yeah, so overall, it was fine. Overall, it was fine. I just don't want to go again. Like, I had a good time, but I'm... Uh, uh, that's it. I'm good. Fair I'm good. enough. I'll leave it to the youths. They can have their fun. Mm. <laughs> the youths. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? Now it's the time of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. After a little two-week hiatus, we're back and better than ever. Um, <laughs> uh, Very.unimportant.people on Instagram. You can vote in our polls on Wednesdays slash Thursdays. And Courtney, give us the first question and the results. All right. <laughs> so the first question, oops, the first, oh, the first question was, <laughs> do you shop at Costco? And drumroll uh 69% of you said yes nice thank you thank you everyone thank you for all those that got us to 69 that many people shop at costco that's a lot more than i thought now i feel like i'm out of the loop damn the second question was do you think police horses should still be a thing and 72% of you said no. Yeah, make it why? stop. I want to know why you say no. Uh, yeah, I really want to know why you don't answer. like police horses. Mm-hmm. Because they do like, make, they just make police less harm, harmful, you know? Just they bring a little bit of on joy a horse. to the streets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Although I get it, you know, I, I, I get that you don't think they're useful as well. But they, they're not harming you also. The devil... That you know is better than the devil that you don't. don't. More police horses. (laughs) All right. And the third question is, have you ever felt personally victimized? (laughs) The spelling in this is (laughs) a lot. (laughs) But I will will translate for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever felt personally victimized by Costco membership holders? 75% of you said no. But 25% of you said yes. (laughs) <laughs> but this makes sense because 69% of people hold Costco memberships. True. So there's a lot of us <laughs> yeah. people feeling a little superior that maybe haven't been victimized. So. Yeah, because they don't. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for participating in the poll this week, guys. Tune in next time for some more. Can't wait to see you there on our Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was. <laughs> see you. <laughs> for this episode (laughs) bye (laughs) so this week um i'm just gonna dive right into it because i'm not 100 percent sure what the point of this all is but uh recently there has been controversy in the news about facebook and Uh i just feel like there's always controversy in the news about facebook you know 100 and (laughs) like they're always doing some shady shit and i'm just gonna take you through a couple of the concerns that we have had with Facebook, maybe like recently, depending on when you're listening to this, maybe this isn't like evergreen content, but it will be. Trust me, because I'm going to talk about the future, <laughs> the future of Facebook. So in in five years, when you're listening to this podcast episode and you're like, damn, these girls were ahead of the time. Listen, these are the concerns we have right now. In 2021, these are the problems we're facing with Facebook. OK, yeah. One of the ones is that they withheld information about the effects of 
Instagram and how it has effects on like teenage girls' mental health and well-being. And they had these studies and they withheld it for the past three years until it was released by like the Washington Post or something like that because they had all these evidence that they now deny that one in three teen girls who felt bad about their bodies felt worse after going on Instagram. I believe it. And it's like, that's, yeah. And these are all things that people have been speculating for a really long time. And yeah. the fact that they have the data to back it up now is just like the Come nail on. in the coffin. And then for them to be like, that's not true. <laughs> the the beef that I have <laughs> with Instagram right now is the freaking likes. I have What's so much with beef the with them. They took away the likes, the numbers. So you couldn't see yeah. numbers. Yeah. Great. Instagram a became time. a better place for everyone. I know influencers, y'all hated that. Whatever. Fuck you. Cry me a river. Take a screenshot <laughs> of your engagement page. Like, you're okay. You oh, can really? still see your numbers. Um, but yeah, it made the world a better place. I was so much happier on Instagram. Yeah. Now, they brought them back. And they're like, if you don't want to see them, you don't have to. You can still stop seeing them. But everyone else can select to see them. It's just a filter on your page. Why but would they everybody, do that? That doesn't That's help the so problem. Stupid. I still know that other people... <clears throat> Yeah. Are looking at the, like, you can see the numbers. That's so And the numbers are harmful. I think, yeah, they are harmful. And honestly, that was a pilot project that was happening in Canada, too. And it didn't move to the, yeah, it didn't move to the States until, like, maybe a year ago. So I'm thinking that the States probably, because they have all the influencers, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking that they had a lot to do with why the numbers are back now for everybody and why Instagram created this option. Because when it was just in Canada for the past, like, three, four years, straight chilling, just vibes. Yeah nothing yeah, but vibes. instagram was great i loved <laughs> yeah. it i felt so much better on the app and now i'm like okay i'm done with you again like i can't do this yeah. my mental health no, can't take it, it it's so bad like i actually don't understand why like scrolling for literally five minutes and, and then i put my phone down and i literally feel like a drone like i feel so dead inside yeah. afterwards it's so hard like i go on instagram i post and like i'm sorry to all of our followers but i don't engage with you guys because yeah. it's hard it's, it's literally so hard <laughs> um Next, which they have also revealed recently, I believe this was one of the whistleblower facts, um, was that they have like a really toxic algorithm loop, which always Mm. centers around profit and not around the well-being of their consumers, which I know is kind of like a duh, they're a company, they're a corporation, obviously they're centered around profit. They're still people and they have morals. That's the thing. We gotta stop excusing businesses. We are people and the main thing that they are selling to advertisers is people like we are the products mm-hmm. you know so take care of your products like do yeah. just do better capitalism <laughs> yeah like, take care of your on. products take care of your goddamn products and if we're the products you're selling to advertisers then like maybe keep you should care a little bit more about our mental health keep us happy mm-hmm. yeah um so uh, for like example we know our phones track us and listen to us but yeah. an example that has been going around recently um is like people create these fake accounts and then test out how the algorithm works right so someone created a teen girl account like in in between a tween Mm -hmm. and started following (laughs) these like thin spo accounts which is just promoting eating disorders and then they started getting ads for diet pills further (laughs) promoting eating disorders and feeling unhappy about your body and they'll fucking advertise these like little green tea shits that's like detox tea or whatever. Aww. And they know these things about and they know literally too much about you because like this is <clears throat> this is just fucked. Another Oh um, my god. Is that so like I just just let it sink in. Like just always just And boomers are like, why is everyone depressed? 
why aren't more people depressed if this is the world how are you how are you happy (laughs) yeah where did you get your serotonin can i have some (laughs) who is your supplier they're like i'll just turn off and something else that kind of bugs me this is a little bit of a tangent but like sometimes i'll hear on the cbc radio which Mm -hmm. is uh catered towards the demographic in my parents age ish because i don't listen to cbc radio i don't know any young people who do but sometimes they'll be like, just turn the phone off. Just get off Instagram. Just log off Twitter. But like for the kids, it's almost impossible because they've yeah. had social media since they were like in grade it's three. It's ingrained yeah. in their in how they socialize with other people mm-hmm. and how they have friends. And it's like, it's just not, I don't know. It's just really reduces the problem of like yeah. cyberbullying and of what the algorithms are doing. Yeah. Just to just say, just turn it off. Like, what I it, don't think that that's possible for a lot of people. And they don't yeah, really what understand it does, that. It, like, it individualizes the problem, right? It's just saying that, like, the problem isn't Facebook. The problem isn't bullying. The problem isn't, like, the algorithm. The problem is you because you can't turn off your phone. Yeah. Or, like, that's just offloading the blame onto a teenager who's being yeah. bullied on the internet. Seriously. And their eating disorder is getting worse because Facebook is advertising them dieting pills. Like... <laughs> Like that's not their fault. <laughs> no, they're they're a, they're a child. Yeah, <laughs> they're a child who was grow who was raised in the digital era. Yeah, mm-hmm. social media and is part the of their people, life. Let's and tell they don't know how to handle it. To turn they off just the need to accept it. Just turn them off. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. We'll get into Zuckerberg. <laughs> turn them off. Zuckerberg can fucking suck it literally. <laughs> so their next kind of recent idea that they had. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this. I just heard about it yesterday. Okay. Instagram kids. It was this idea that the Instagram CEO had already, Courtney's shaking her head and no. hating it. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of this either, but you'll probably see where this is going. Mm. For tweens to have a separate Instagram space Mm-mm. only for like 11 to 13 year old kids so that nope. parents feel more comfortable allowing their kids to go on Instagram. And it's for only them to post and interact and no one else. It's just a safe nope. space for the kids. The kids are going to go on the real one. The kids are going to lie about their age and they're going to go on the real Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Science history shows this doesn't work. No, yeah. It, it kids are on it's Tinder. not going to work. Kids it doesn't are... work. And it's literally, and it's just such a freaking bad idea. Like, this was mm-hmm. such a bad idea that 44 senators stepped in and stopped it from happening. Yeah. It's not going to So work. the project right now is paused. Yeah. And it's kind of a fucked up idea for a couple of reasons. Mm. So first of all, kids um obviously like that age you know some of them have instagram some of them don't most of them do but i think Mm -hmm. a lot of parents don't really want their kids on social media at the young age of 10 11 when they're like going through puberty so they try to stop them from going on it at all costs so to to put out something that is only for the children it's not like what parents want like they don't want to be able to regulate their instagram accounts they don't want them on social media in the first place you know like just wait till you're older kid you know and second of all um, I think that they're only doing it to like farm their data in a different mm. type of way in like a different space. Interesting. I'm not sure how that would have unfolded, but probably not well. And also, yeah. predators. Yeah, if there is an Instagram for <laughs> only <laughs> ten to fourteen year old kids who don't have identification, how the fuck are you gonna ha? How are you going to verify that every single person on there is a teenager? Like, you're not. Yeah. You're just Honestly, not. they tried this with Facebook. Like, Facebook, I don't know oh, if it's did? still this way, but when we were, like, young, when Facebook just came out, they had an age limit on it. You had yeah. to be, like, over a certain age that. to get on it. And everybody was on it. Under, yeah, me too. I mean, in a ca- <laughs> you just lie about your age. There's no it's verification so process. You just yeah. say, I'm this old. And they're like, all righty. 
here's your account. Instagram Welcome to the internet. By, <laughs> literally, Instagram is owned by Facebook, so that's probably what mm-hmm. their verification process would have been. It would have been like, put in your age. What grade are you in? Like something stupid. I don't. I don't know. It was and just honestly, such a fucking terrible idea. The other part that I hate about this is like, I would like a safe space on Instagram. Don't just make it for the kids. Maybe just make a safe Instagram for people. Anyone who for wants everybody. it. You don't want bullying. If yeah. you want pro mental health Instagram space, here's here's your other Instagram. You can your have new it. Instagram portal. <laughs> your new Instagram, like safe space Instagram. The first post is get off Instagram. <laughs> Stop scrolling now. It's like anti-Instagram. It would have to be. That's probably yeah. why they ha- they aren't able to create like the safe space for everybody because their app is the problem. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, people, uh, that that project is on pause right now. But the CEO <laughs> is like, I 100% want to move forwards with this idea, and I believe in this idea. I, I don't, okay. Mr. whatever your name is, CEO guy. Like, CEO entrepreneur. It's such a bad idea. <laughs> Every time I hear CEO, goddamn. Yeah. Over and over in my brain. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um. Okay, so the next one, we talked about this, uh, Courtney talked about this, I think, mm. many episodes ago, about how people on Facebook engage more with content that makes them angry and, mm. like, makes them upset mm-hmm. and, like, affects their mental health. So they push, Facebook algorithm pushes the content which upsets you and makes you angry and makes you engage with it more to the top of the stack to get people interacting, to get the clicks, and to make the money flow. And that has been a problem in uh, a couple of situations. Um, one of the main situations was probably the storm on the White House inauguration. Oh, day. yeah. 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 So that was completely fueled by Facebook. And mm-hmm. the whistleblower who's recently been in the news, Francis Haugen, who mm-hmm. used to work at Facebook's Civic Integrity Unit, that unit was dissolved right after the election. And she believes that that is the reason why the inauguration day thing that's happened. Suspicious. That's that weird. Suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. no longer have integrity there. They're like, they no more integrity integrity us. unit. Are you fucked, bro? Your business is people. What is happening with Facebook? And then just, just to nail in the coffin here, a third of divorces in the US name Facebook in the proceedings. <laughs> One third of the divorces they Facebook. <laughs> That's actually funny. That's funny. <laughs> I, know. Just I, know, it's I think that's but just it's people like... cheating on Facebook, like using Facebook to find yeah. other people. One hundred percent. Again, 100%. I don't. I don't think that's Facebook's problem. I think that's <laughs> probably for the best, anyways. If your partner's yeah, looking on social media one. to find someone else, that's probably the best. Yeah, it's the one thing Facebook is good at: weeding out the the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because you could be like, "Why is your algorithm so fucked, buddy? Huh? Why is your algorithm all just like algorithm doesn't lie?" Algorithm I do that don't sometimes lie. to Janine. If like <laughs> you're like, why is there hot girls on your algorithm, huh? Literally, if it you don't like, lie. scrolls past something on TikTok and is like a hot girl, I'm like, can't hide the <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> you can lie to me, but the algorithm can't. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's all of the all of the slack about the smack about Facebook. Schmack. I mean, there's 100 percent more, but yeah. I just wanted to guide you through it because mm-hmm. I read a really interesting article while I was going through that. About Facebook's plan for the future. Now, Mr. Zucky. There's no future. Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuck Zuck. Zuckerberg. (laughs) Zuck Zucks. He just won't stop. And he has this idea for something called the metaverse. 
And it's basically going to be a virtual world where large numbers of people can live, work, and socialize, just like in the real world, except that it's completely built upon virtual reality and augmented reality Sims? technologies. Kind of, but it's... It, it, he wants to create a whole new, like, society in hmm. this metaverse kind of space. And he wants it to be Why so that you... One? like feel all the same sensations and he wants it to be like similar to almost teleportation he called it in in this interview where you can just like show up in your full like human avatar form or whatever to a meeting and you can like look at other people's like screens and stuff like that and you can like just show up places and like teleport places basically if other people have also like the metaverse technology and he wants you to be able to move from like room to room in the metaverse like seamlessly and something that really bothered me was that he wants you to be able to have stuff in the metaverse. And no. I don't. <laughs> Virtual capitalism, no. Yes. No. I'm like, stop. This is enough. No, 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 no. It's enough. It's enough slices. <laughs> okay, let me just add on to this too. Yeah, yeah. So. He also said that the metaverse will span the physical and virtual world and have mm-hmm. a full-fledged economy. Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> I, put, I put in brackets, econa kill me. No! <laughs> Make it no stop. No more economy! Make it stop. And and to be able to have goods no, and transfer the goods from one place in the metaverse no, to another no, place no, in no, the universe. No, 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 we no, have no, enough no, goods! No. I don't want to have any more capitalism, please. I don't understand why making a new society is like, they're like, oh, that's the exact same as our own society, society except you can't yeah, teleport. No, no, thank you. Stop. We I don't want to move places faster. Society. When are we going to hang out on the beach? <laughs> Just one capitalism to fall so I can hang out on the beach. <laughs> that's <sighs> understand. It's just I, fucking annoying. I hate tech giants so much. I hate them. Me too after this. Elon Musk has the same, he has like the same idea. He has that like Neuralink yeah business where they want to implant computer chips in people's heads and part of his thing is to because he thinks that we need to be cyborgs to survive the robot uprising yeah because like when robots become smarter than people like they're gonna take over but like we can just stop we can stop (laughs) making them smarter guys instead of like (laughs) preparing ourselves for the takeover if you know it's gonna happen stop doing it we don't need it we don't need them to take over we done it you you can stop the robots aren't making themselves (laughs) they're not there yet just end it (laughs) it's like how how are you aware that you're like ending humanity (laughs) but you're just you're like that's fine we're like we have fine i'm one man i'm gonna end humanity no one's gonna survive unless they're part cyborg but i'm just gonna keep going down this this is this is a good route for me because i I can can make money money. yeah oh like stop it stop it stop Stop making virtual realities (laughs) stop making robots that you know are gonna take over fix the goddamn world fix the life that we're in now we don't need a new society you can just use that fucking money and fix the one that we have yeah i know and like making a new society isn't gonna make it better it's not like a second try at the society that we have right now you know Especially it's like just gonna be something on top of the society built on we have capitalism more problems oh my god why Courtney, wouldn't you why you wouldn't this. you make a better one totally. if you have if you're gonna do it make a better one <laughs> yeah but they're not making not a better the same one, where one anyone can relax they're making it's only for business and it's only like literally the only point of this VR of this metaverse is like for work purposes. Like, stop! Ah. 
<laughs> it's Stop. so fucking annoying. Stop. And so he has this idea where he wants it, not one company to control the metaverse, but he oh, wants good. it to be decentralized. And he wants oh, good. many different companies to oh, be good. controlling the different parts of love the that. metaverse. We love that. I just wish it wasn't companies. Why is it always people who have money? And it, this is like such a sci-fi type of story too where mm. hong 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 kong sorry <laughs> becomes <laughs> i was like hong hong who's that hong kong <laughs> <laughs> hong kong becomes um costco's hong kong or canada becomes <clears throat> uh walmart's hong <laughs> kong because yeah sure because these corporations become stronger than countries yeah and then their entire identity is just based around like how much money they have and how much profit they have and like it's not even about the land it's not even about the culture it's not even about the people it's just because they're just like generating revenue so much freaking revenue and that's what he wants to happen in the metaverse where like everything is just ruled by these giants but you know they're all they're all decentralized and they're all good and they're all like i don't i just don't understand where humans went wrong like (laughs) how did humans create something else that became more important to humans than humans, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just That's blows my mind point. that money has become more important than humans, but, like, humans created it. Like, we literally created something more important than ourselves. Like, we're so dumb. Runs <laughs> so <the world>. stupid. <laughs> I, I wish it never happened. I, like, mm, I just don't... I hate this world so much. Gen so Z, get on that. I don't understand how they think that this is going well, and they want to create a second <laughs> one of it. Like... I, you it's know what I think going it's very going well. well? Because they have a net worth of a couple billion. They're yeah. like, this is good. This Let's is good. More meta the world is good. Money. Oh, my God. They probably and don't have them. an algorithm on their social media. They probably don't probably have social not. media, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I bet they don't. Mark Zuckerberg has, like, one friend on Facebook. <laughs> I think that's a fact. <laughs> He's like, oh. I wonder who it it's is. like his claim to fame. Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, his wife. Does he have a wife still? I don't know. Girl, you gotta leave him if you're listening to this podcast. Girl, get out of there. <laughs> and make sure that you cite Facebook in the divorce. <laughs> in the divorce proceedings. That's a good one. Uh, so one of the pros, maybe, of these, uh, the goods pros. in the metaverse. Okay. Listen, we gotta, we gotta do something. Maybe, maybe there would be less pollution. Okay. Since what? All our, since all our stuff won't be real. If all our stuff is fake... What maybe- about, like, all of the resources <laughs> needed to run the metaverse? I don't know. <laughs> that's, okay. That's so okay. definitely 100% going to be a problem, but maybe there would be, I don't know. Like, the real world is still going to exist. Ugh, still, still going to be here. I know. And then we're going to have to get, like, new brain chips and stuff like that to, like, make it work as technology advances. Oh, God. Just and then our brains please. are going to start, like, slowing down every two years if we don't upgrade. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um maybe you won't have to travel to and from work you just teleport i don't travel to and from work yeah i'm not in the metaverse and i don't do that (laughs) so um something interesting that mr zucky said was that we're basically mediating our lives right now and communicating through small glowing rectangles and uh-huh. he believes that that's not how people are supposed to interact. Yeah. And that's I why he them. thinks that the 3D world, okay, the yeah. 3D virtual world, yeah. Yeah. is the next step. He's so close to getting the point. <laughs> so close. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. 
point A correct, but like the conclusion he came to was incorrect. Why does it have to be a virtual world? We already have a world. We have a real one. We're I don't good. understand why we need a virtual. Oh, it hurts my brain. It hurts. I know. It and hurts then also, yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, he he tried so hard. You know, he tried so hard. People on Twitter have called him a robot boy. Yeah. That lizard man. I think might be true. Yeah, he was literally a lizard person. Claimed, mm. claim to flame is being a lizard person. So, next about this whole like decentralized kind of system that might be happening in the metaverse. Um, cool, but also you know the problem on Facebook that we're having with like these echo chambers and people living mm. in like completely separate realities from each other and we're yeah. in the same reality, but people have like yeah. radically different views and people are trapped in these echo chambers. I feel like this will make it much worse and to have a reality to be able to actually participate in these echo chambers Mm -mm. in these parts of reality that aren't the central life is gonna be a algorithm it's gonna yeah 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 it's gonna be kind of (laughs) weird yeah that's 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 one way to put it yeah kind of (laughs) weird not really not looking forward to it at all Oh. oh my gosh i know so yeah that's that's kind of the thing about the metaverse and there's also a fun word um called visio libria librifobia which is the mm-hmm. fear of facebook which i think is quite relevant yeah <laughs> and yeah quite real for for me right now <laughs> um so just quickly on how this might end up like happening and transcending mm. it's through this kind of same idea that you were talking about with Elon Musk's Neuralink. This guy, Gabe Newell, um, is like an expert in brain-computer <laughs> interfaces mm-hmm. and gaming inside the brain is what he called it. So the BCIs. And it's basically this like idea. You mean imagination? Uh, it's like hacking your imagination. <laughs> so he says yeah. that like your whole person as you are mm-hmm. will be editable so let's say you're feeling unmotivated right now we're like unmotivation is a trait that we're experiencing and it's fairly unmovable like when i'm feeling unmotivated there ain't nothing that's gonna get me up off my feet until i feel better but Uh instead you'll be able to just turn up your focus turn up your motivation oh so when my body's like, you need a break from capitalism and labor, I'm just going to be like, no, go override that. Going to keep working and being productive instead of being a human on the beach. I'm never going to go to the beach. I no don't one's think ever we're ever going to be able to relax on the beach at this point. And he said that you can be able to like change yourself with a no. simple math equation. No, y'all. Just I, it, it's be life, yourself. But it's not. It's li- life, but it's not life. This is yeah. Part of being a human is like having emotions yeah, and like not feelings. Even human at that point. It's okay to be unmotivated sometimes. Like we're in a world where we have to do stuff that we don't want to do sometimes, and it's okay to not want to do it yeah, and take a break. That's a part of the human. It's experience. not a flaw. And that's the next. I know it's so it's sad. Be so eh? Riled up on a Thursday morning. <laughs> <laughs> the next one that he um, he said will be a fun thing that the BCIs will contribute mm. is that sleep will become an app that you run. What? So if you know you need a certain amount of sleep and REM, you can program that into your app, and then you can just turn it on. 
And he says, yeah, it's just like, I'm yeah. like narcoleptic. You're just like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Someone hacks into your app. <laughs> They're like, sleep now. <laughs> so he said that one situation where this could be useful in, in the real world, that we can like apply it to our reality right now. Because yeah. he's like saying that these ideas are so hard for us to comprehend sometimes and so hard for us to put into words because right. we don't have the words yet and we aren't living in it. And we okay. it's like hard for us to imagine this type yeah. of world. But he said it could be useful on an airplane, for example, if you are traveling. Mm. And you're like, I need to be knocked out right now for 12 hours. And then you get there and your circadian rhythm is like perfect and everything is fine. And there's no adjustment period or anything like that. All because of this brain computer that you have. And you've managed to hack into your own kind of life. I see. I see how that would be helpful, but I'm just so resistant to have any positive feelings towards it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. I want to suffer. Yeah, I totally understand. You're like, suffering is a part of the human condition. Let's do it. <laughs> to live is to suffer. If we're not suffering, are we living? Yeah. There are some things, like, the human condition is the human condition. Like, we get sleepy when we go to another time zone. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Spend it's part of the day to sleep a little bit. It's just know? how our body works. Yeah, I know, but you'll be able to hack that. I don't know if that's a nice thing or a bad I thing, know. but it's kind of insane how I just don't understand how far like we would be able to take it to because this also feels like a sci-fi reality where mm. let's say someone is like on the verge of like a panic attack or something like that, and then they just yeah. keep turning up their um their calm hormone button. calm button, calm button, calm button, calm, calm button, button yeah. for how long can you turn your calm yeah. up before your brain Panic breaks? Overrides it. Yeah. And then like what what's gonna happen with that? And also can someone hack into your brain <laughs> chip? Sentence, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like can Russian hackers just like get you to feel all the stress and all the anxiety? Like if yeah, you can turn down true. your stress, can you turn it up and give yourself a heart attack? Can you stop your heart? Like, there's so many questions. There's so many. There are so many questions. Understand. I I totally get that. That's how I feel about like self-driving cars too, because they're like, oh, like they can talk to the other cars and like figure out traffic and stuff like that, and mm. like they're connected to the internet. But I'm like, what if somebody hacks into your car and they're just like driving to that wall? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Whoa. How do you override like, that in the moment? Like, yeah, I'm not a hacker. I'm not a computer genius. No. <laughs> do you even have enough time in the moment to, like, know that it's happening? Like, you're just... You're probably not. Schwack. You're just, yeah. Like, you don't have even a second to say, like, the mainframe! It's broken! <laughs> you know? Can't even start coding in that amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't Imagine know. if it's in our brain. Ah. <sighs> I don't know what would happen. The future is scary. It is so scary. I'm so scared for the future. And these tech people are so excited for it. And they like literally can't wait. But I just don't understand how they're more scared. Why aren't you more scared of it? Why are you not afraid? I don't know. I read this article. The title was literally, if you're not afraid, then you're not paying attention. Yes. I don't. (laughs) Why is Zuckerberg afraid? of his own thing like don't you realize I don't think he what has any doing? emotions i don't think so either he's he kind of me. fucking crazy yeah me too me freaking too so like yeah a lot of these people they're aware of how their content is harming people and they choose not to act mm-hmm. um it's not regulated at all like i don't think there's any laws for algorithms or any rules for algorithms or anything they're just allowed to just like run amok and just cause people harm and cause people Love like that. violence <laughs> um as joe biden said facebook kills people yeah literally a quote <laughs> from the <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's 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 in I that generation. It. You know, he doesn't fully get what he's saying, but he gets the he's point. He's not wrong. Yeah, it's not totally wrong. <laughs> I know. And Zuckerberg was confronted with this quote from Biden. And he was like, he was like, oh, I think I think you neglected to mention some of the other stuff Biden said. But anyways, I'll comment on it. Blah, 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 blah. Like as if as if he was wrong, you know, as if there was more context that we were missing out on. It's like, oh, this is all we need to know. This doesn't sit right with me at all. <laughs> Just the yeah. fact that this little dinky app one day has turned into this huge giant and is going to be mm-hmm. running the new society. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't want to accept the new society, first of all. Second mm-hmm. of all, the fact that Facebook is going to be running it is concerning, to say yeah. the least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't deserve it. They don't deserve to be in charge. They don't treat people right. No one is being treated properly on Facebook. Like, they're just fueling hate and they're just fueling violence. And they're just like... For a profit, yeah. Just for profit, dude. And then they have the nerve to deny it all. We see what you're doing. You're literally, how, who are you denying it to? No one is that stupid. Stop. Stop lying. <laughs> Just stop. Everyone, <laughs> this is a message to all tech giants in Silicon Valley. Just stop. Go home. Go, go home. home. You've done enough work for code something else. For today. Yeah. Just go home. Stop. <sighs> do not. I do not like. I don't like it either. And yeah, that's it yeah. for me this week. <laughs> Gen Z's with your airdrop, so whatever. Sorry. Now's your chance. Use use your tech. Start use your airdrop taking over. Good. I got the it's, books. I got the goods. Yeah. Come to me when society falls. I'll help you survive. Yeah, let's rise up and just like try to do something about this shit. Like it needs to be regulated. It needs to have some sort of laws. Some sort of like ip on algorithms or something like that to make it better let's start with some rules before creating a metaverse thank you for coming (laughs) to my talk All right, guys, welcome to the second half of the podcast. Um, This week, I want to talk about biohacking, which once again, Lydia and I are somehow on like the same wavelength because some of what (laughs) you were talking about is biohacking. Yeah, some of the brain chip stuff. Yeah, that that (sighs) is like a subsect, like a sub community of biohackers are people that are trying to like use computers to hack their biology. Oh my god. We are on the same level. And that's how I knew about the Elon Musk thing because it's probably my opinion. (laughs) Well, not really. I read it, but I didn't add it to my notes. But anyways. Yeah. All right. So first of all, what is biohacking? So for those of you that don't know, Biohacking is an attempt to manipulate your brain and body in order to optimize performance outside of the realm of traditional knowledge. Mm. So it's basically a bunch of like DIYers, <laughs> like doctor style. I don't know. DIY. Biology style. <laughs> They're trying to cool. DIY their own medicine, I guess. Um, okay. This one guy who is like a champion of um, biohacking, he says it's the art and science of changing the environment around you and inside you so that you can have full control over your own biology. 
that sounds pretty nice. I mean, I can definitely see how that will come in handy in certain mm. situations. Like if you're sick or something, or if mm. you have like, if you're lactose intolerant, I wonder if you could biohack your body to not be lactose <laughs> Maybe. intolerant. Maybe. <laughs> um, and it's really interesting because, so biohacking was basically, it's like a phenomenon or like a trend that was created in Silicon Valley by oh, really? a bunch of men. Oh, that's why it's coding men, engineer men. Yes. And so it's basically applying the engineering mentality to your own body. So seeing your body as like a set of inputs and outputs that you can control and hack. And they use a lot of language like controlling, optimizing, upgrading about their own body, which is the same language that you use like about computers and like technology. Okay. Yeah. Is there a goal that we're trying to reach? Like, is there, what is the, um, what is the top optimizational body? Like, is so that, does that I exist? think, I think everyone's goal is different. Um, oh, okay. In a little while, I'm going to get into one specific tech guru who's a little crazy, but his goal is to live forever. Ah. <laughs> to just completely cheat okay. death. That's his okay. goal with biohacking. <laughs> oh my um, God. And so biohackers are, like, also really obsessed with measuring data about their bodies, about inputs and Mm -hmm. outputs. They're very obsessive about it. Some people, like, literally implant chips inside of them to measure, like, certain hormone levels and, like, sugar levels in their body so that they can, like, track all of the data. Whoa. That's cool. I would be interested in learning about hormone levels, to be honest. Yeah. As a woman. I feel like that could be really cool. (laughs) That could be cool. Yeah, I could see that. Um. And, like, on some level, of course, biohacking comes from the desire to be stronger, better, and to live longer. Um, And it also becomes really addictive to people because, you know, when they see in their life, if they're, like, struggling with, like, a health issue or, like, productivity, motivation, and they do one thing and they see an improvement, it's, like, this never-ending, like, snowballing where it's, like, okay, now I need to fix the next thing and the next thing and I need to make myself perfect and, like, biologically I don't know, pure or like yeah. superior, I the guess, pinnacle. so that your biology never holds you back. Oh my so God. So a lot of people got really addicted to it. Wow. It just kind of sounds like a gambling type of situation <laughs> where you're yeah. just like trying to chase that high of getting that one somebody million dollars. Actually, somebody called it the like pinnacle of bro culture <laughs> because it's like, are you okay? it is, is, it is created by like a bunch of men. Um, in like a really male dominated sphere and it's Mm -hmm. basically all of them trying to be the best and trying to be the most biologically like fit most like the smartest the most successful that's so crazy yeah oh Um, wow i mean yeah i i see how some of it can be useful I'm also a little scared though (laughs) yeah it's it is a little scary i'll go through some of the trends later um okay there was another quote that I wrote down that I just thought, like, kind of um, exemplified that, like, bro culture thing. And it was, I don't want to be just healthy. That's average. I want to pe- I want to perform. That's daring to be above average. Oh Instead of, how do I achieve health? It's, how do I kick more ass? <laughs> <laughs> That's so Silicon Valley. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, All right. I love it. That was so and good. And this is... This is there's a part of it that makes me a little bit nervous and it's okay so they're saying that biohacking is a way to like democratize science and allow people to experiment on themselves 
So, for example, uh, a lot of biohackers will use experimental drugs oh. on themselves to see the effects. Um, because oh it normally God. takes about, like, 10 years for drugs to go through the experiment process and actually hit the market. But a lot of biohackers will get access to these drugs and try them on themselves because they've heard that they, like, can what? do certain things when they haven't actually been through, like, FDA approval and stuff oh. like that. Oh. What kind of drugs are these? Are we talking, like, steroids? No, like, anything. Blood sugar, a heart attack medicine, <laughs> antidepressants, like any. Oh, it's not fuck? just like steroids. It's just That's like a bunch of random fucked. shit. Okay, I don't really know how that is optimizing body. This okay, so mm-hmm. this kind of reminds me of this like parable that I learned about mm-hmm. Adderall, for example. Mm-hmm. Adderall is a prescription medication for people with ADHD, and mm-hmm. if you don't have ADHD and you use Adderall then your body could become ADHD more ADHD <laughs> because ADHD you are d- you <laughs> more ADHD because you are like used to having this drug in your body mm-hmm. right so it's like a it's like the opposite effect of what you're doing which is why people with yeah. who don't have ADHD shouldn't be taking Adderall yeah and I it's like your body becomes dependent about... on that to like focus and yeah. then it like loses yeah. the ability to do it on its own yeah, what pretty much. Do. And it's like, ooh, thank you. And then you have, or it's kind of like a mental effect where you're like, okay, so this is my like optimal performance. Uh, and yeah. then anything below that is just like, well, I could be so much more focused, but it's just because you were so wired and that's not your mm. body's like natural state to be at. Yeah. So I'm con- kind of concerned about these like antidepressants <laughs> Me too. and these like shits that these people will be taking because at a certain point, I feel like it's not helping your body and you're not actually hacking your body, no. but you're hurting your body. Yeah. And there's like and a how can reason. You go back from that? why it takes so long for drugs to be tested (laughs) and to get to the market i don't know if we need to be bypassing that like i understand in some (laughs) cases you know like if you're terminally ill and there's an experimental drug out there you know why not try it see if Mm -hmm. it helps but if you're perfectly healthy and then you're like you're gonna be fine using things to like get we don't need to bypass optimal performance like you're already they're making sure that you're not gonna die yeah that's what the 10 years is so yeah i don't i don't i don't know if we need like how much better do you really need to okay 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 i don't want to judge them too harshly (laughs) okay i'm listening um (laughs) there was one biohacker who was asked about this in like an interview about like if he thinks he's you know has enough knowledge or is like qualified to be making judgments about medications and like taking them and he replied who's qualified to do anything anyways (laughs) that was his answer to that so what What who's qualified anyway (laughs) i'm not qualified to do your job mr silicon valley yeah lots of people aren't qualified to do things for a lot of things (laughs) i'm not qualified to be a doctor i know i watch gray's anatomy i will i mean that is a i'm almost there you know how to put the straw in the lung (laughs) (laughs) that's it though straw stays in lung for the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bro okay Okay, it yeah. sounds like he was on something when he was giving that answer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't sound like a sober person mm-hmm. response. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally with you there. <laughs> um, so there's three different um, main types of biohacking. So the first one is called neutrogenomics, and it focuses on how on the, how the food you eat interacts with your genes. 
Oh, that's so, yeah, for sure. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Wow. I see that. Oh my God. Yeah, that one is kind of cool to me. Yeah. I kind of get that one. After the whole like mushroom kick thing. Totally. And that. especially because <laughs> we're both observing vegetarian diets. It's, yeah. I wonder how that so is pink. interacting with our genes. <laughs> yeah. Does it make me better than everyone? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one is called DIY Biology. I love it. Love that. Um, and it's a group of people who basically share tips and techniques to help non-experts conduct experiments on themselves. So that's kind oh of what we were just God. talking about. Um, it's like a Reddit page. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. That's kind of what it is. Uh, and then the last group of people are the Grinder group, um, which are the cyborg people who cyborg implant people? like uh, chips uh, and stuff into their bodies to make their bodies superior and to make them better than, you know, that's the, just the merely human people. For sure. Okay. So are these the types of people who would be able to like turn up motivation and turn mm-hmm. up? Anxiety, I don't think that it's kind of stuff? that okay. um, advanced yet. Mm, yeah, true. I think the ones that I read about, like some of them, can enhance some of your senses. Um, oh my god, <laughs> that's so crazy! Yeah, and some of them can like stimulate certain nerves to make you like feel certain ways. If they send like pulses through different nerves, it can make you like happier or like I don't know. Yeah, more dangerous. Clear-headed. Yeah, yeah. There's also people who are doing um, what you had spoken about, like, way back, where they're implanting, like, chips into them to, like, open doors and, like, pay for things and yeah, yeah, open their cars and the stuff like that. So there's people whatever. doing that, too, to biohack. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that's biohacking because, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's Doesn't, just kind of like a micro. Yeah, it's more convenience. It doesn't really yeah. make you better than anyone. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but there's all sorts of people doing all sorts of things, and that's kind of the grinder grinder subsect, which is where Elon Musk falls. He falls. Totally. I read something, one. yeah, something nice about Neuralink. That, like, it started off, I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast already, yeah. but it started off as, like, a, a way to prevent people from having seizures and to cure, mm. like, epilepsy. I was like, ah, that's nice. a lot more positive than... What happened? I thought. What happened <laughs> to the original plot of the movie? The movie. <laughs> I mean, I love it. If it's still headed in that direction towards, like, health and benefiting people who, like, struggle, then that would be cool. But, yeah, I don't think it is. It seems a little derailed. Anyways, so there's this one tech guru that has spent a total of $250,000, and his name is Serge Fago, and his goal is to live forever. Nice. Um, so let me run you through a list of some of the things that he does. So he says that he's made himself more scientifically intelligent by having sex and microdosing with MDMA. Oh, uh, uh, how those two things come together? No one knows. A lot of people <laughs> do they, that. <laughs> Hookers do that. <laughs> You're not alone in that, sir. You got like, a good I, point. You got a good point. Did you get that idea from someone specific? <laughs> Are you an active participant in the sex industry? <laughs> oh, oh, just wait. Oh, he kind of is in a way. Oh, um, he also says he uses MDMA to connect emotionally with his family and to deal with conflicts with colleagues, which seems like oh, something okay. you should be able to do without the drugs for sure. You know, I totally understand so how MDMA can play a role trauma. in that. 
Yeah, like I get that. You know, it opens doors in your brain, similar to the mushroom thing that we were talking about before. Um, mm. You know, it can really, it can really drive your emotions up a lot. But yeah. I also hear that but that effect family? actually wears off, oh. and your brain is unable to produce serotonin anymore, like at all, at a certain point because yeah. you, because of this whole like drug, like you get on it, yeah, and your body. Again, same with the Adderall. Maybe he's at that point. Live without it. Yeah. So now he's not even like, I do MDMA because it helps me do things. It's like, I do MDMA because I need it to survive at a human (laughs) base level. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like this is a basic human function that he's no longer able to do without drugs. Connect emotionally with your family. Like, that's so sad, dude. Why can't you connect emotionally with your family? he is Russian. His family's Russian. So oh, maybe, so maybe it, they're a little colder yeah. and like harder yeah, and could be, could be that. Yeah, they just have family possibly. parties where they all take MDMA together and become nice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, it could be that too. <laughs> he also, he wears hearing aids, even though he has no um, hearing impairments. He just wears like $1,000 hearing I aids. I can't relate. He I've heard to hear better. <laughs> Um, he implanted a glucose monitor in his torso that sends notifications to his phone um, because he doesn't want any sugar so it tells him if there's like a spike or whatever Um, he injects himself with somatropin Mm -hmm. every day which is a hormone that promotes muscle growth but like I've I've seen a picture of him and he's like not a buff dude (laughs) so I don't I I don't know about that one isn't the brain a muscle no, I don't think it the brain works muscle. like a muscle. My bad. My bad. My bad. Muscle. I, sorry, I got confused because people are like, "Your brain works like a muscle. You need yeah, to no, exercise no, no. it." Honestly, every day. the second you said it, I was like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "Wait, no." <laughs> it's like a Is big machine. Is a muscle? Is he trying to get a rock hard cack? <laughs> Might be. <laughs> if he's into like sex and stuff, maybe he's like, "I need to perform better in all areas of my life," and he feels like he needs it's to possible. grow his dick. He should uh, cool. head on to Adam and Eve. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? There's penis pumps out there, bro. <laughs> he takes up to 60 pills a day. Um, oh, some of these pills include a treatment for breast cancer that what? raises testosterone in men, which, okay, he claims that this raise in testosterone makes him more aggressive in business. Great. Not even for sex. Not even for sex. Just makes him more oh. aggressive in business. You don't need that. Um, he takes thyroid medication Aww. and an experimental medicine that was used to treat type 2 diabetes, along with a bunch of other, like, herbs and supplements. Oh, my God. I don't... Um, I suddenly feel really bad for this guy. Yeah. Like, at first Same. it was kind of funny, but now it's just kind of sad. Sad, right? Yeah. He only eats once a day, and he fasts three times a week. So that means he eats four times a week. Damn. Food is so good. I know. That's the part that I don't understand about this. I'm like, you want to live forever, but at what cost? Like, it doesn't yeah, sound like you're enjoying so. things anymore. You can't connect emotionally with your family. <laughs> well, he can. You're just aggressive. You're mm-hmm. not eating. You're not enjoying food. He cut out um, sugar, sugar processed foods, pornography, masturbation, menial jobs, alcohol, news and social media, and lying from his life. <laughs> cool good for you i guess those are all things that make you live shorter i guess yeah he linked them to like it can give you stress right yeah yeah so the food stuff is obviously just like because it's bad for your health and then the other yeah. stuff is um stress 
mm-hmm. to eliminate stress. I don't understand the menial jobs thing. Kind of, I feel what like could I that mean on that one? What because does that mean like doing I think, laundry? <laughs> I think so. I think that's what he means. Which, like, to me, you just you have to be very wealthy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In a place of like a lot of privilege to just cut out menial jobs, like yeah. that's just a part of life. Yeah, sometimes you just have to do menial jobs, and it doesn't add that much stress. Like it's just something you have to do. Yeah, when you're in maybe it. it's and not also, super enjoyable, but like it doesn't seem like you're into doing things that are yeah. enjoyable. I thought so. masturbation was a stress relief tactic. Yeah, that's what I thought too. That it was like good for you. Yeah, I, I get like the pornography. Porn. Yeah, but of course. I don't think there's any, yeah, I don't think there's anything bad about masturbation. Interesting. Lying. I like that one, too. <laughs> I, I like how they added that to the end of the I list. Got, like, like, okay. He never lies. He's Great. aggressive in business and he never lies. Oh, look at what capitalism has done to us. I know. It's cool. Like, uh, yeah, live forever. Okay, you want to live forever. You know, yeah. that's not what everybody wants, but it's interesting that you want to do that and you want to try it yeah yeah but like are you just gonna keep doing business like is that your your what's the plan (laughs) what is the plan (laughs) you're just just to be aggressive in business for eternity (laughs) (laughs) so yeah like i can't eat food enjoy simple pleasures Hmm. have emotional connection yeah this sounds like a pretty depressing time yeah, I wonder um, if he's enjoying it. If he like, he's like, yeah, I'm on cloud nine, bro. I'm on cloud nine, bro. I feel like he's just an empty shell of a person at this point. Like, yeah. he has no sugar in his body. He's eats four times a week. He's probably starving. He's probably just in a state of like starvation. He's taking yeah. like sixty pills a day, Jesus microdosing. Christ. I don't know. Wow, it seems like That's yeah, intense. Not, not doing so well, in no. my opinion. Yeah. He also uh, takes antidepressants, even though he has no depression, um, because he thinks it gives him more mental clarity and he doesn't want to be bothered by emotion. (laughs) Well, (laughs) so I think he's transforming himself into a robot. Yeah, a little bit. And he's like, I only feel emotions when I'm on MDMA. And that's by choice. That's literally it. by choice. It's not because I've done too much MDMA. It's because I take antidepressants and I like he's not even depressed. So obviously that has like such a bad effect on your. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Like your hormones like, aren't I guarantee in a non-balance. You don't need this to guy is anti- not living forever. <laughs> this guy is dying tomorrow. Young. <laughs> that is so many medications That's that I don't so think are supposed to go together. Yeah. And like starving yourself that much, and MDMA yeah, really with all those medications, that. he's gonna have a heart attack. Because um, it feels like he's on like uppers and downers all at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> all together. Yeah, <laughs> all the yeah, time. Exactly. Oh my god, what is up with this guy? He needs to be studied. Yeah, well, he does have a group of doctors actually. It took him like two years. It took him like two years to find a group of doctors that would support. <laughs> this yeah um but this group of doctors they charge him 500 dollars an hour um and he goes in what for tests fuck? every month to like see changes in like his levels and i don't know right whatever right. but the tests aren't to monitor 
whether his lifestyle is killing him, the tests are to monitor for him. It's for the data purposes. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, he gets the blood test and he tracks the data. They just, like, facilitate the blood test for him. And they're charging him that much to, like, get it off their conscience, eh? Yeah. They're like, I don't want anything to do with this. You need to pay me a lot of money to completely abandon my morals. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a group of, like, Russian doctors, too. I don't think it's American doctors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the most interesting that ties back into the sex work is that he isn't into relationships, obviously, because he's not into that emotional. He's not into emotions. Yeah. Sounds like. He just has no time Um, for emotions. They cost trust. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So he hires sugar baby models (laughs) for sex, but stresses that they are not prostitutes. (laughs) Okay. They're just women he hires. He pays for sex, but they are are not prostitutes. Don't you dare call them prostitutes. They're sugar babies. Yeah. They're sugar babies who are also models. Yeah, I provide the money. money and they provide me sex, but it, I'm not paying them for it. And it's not a relationship because I don't have time in my life for a relationship. I, and I, I don't, don't have any emotions. emotions. Don't you dare call them prostitutes. <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> All right, dude. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Do what you want with your sex life, though. <laughs> but, like, that's so, like, oh, man. Uh-huh. Living, like, connecting with people is such a nice part of living. Yeah. You know, it's like the only point at this point is like to just have a couple of friends yeah. <laughs> and like to just laugh about stuff together. Like, yeah. That's everything else is kind of shitty. So why not? It's the only thing that keeps me going is like yeah, people. <laughs> Emotional same connection. It's just like abandoning uh-huh. everything in life. Like, what's the. Yeah, literally, you, you're right. At what cost what's are you point? trying like, to live you forever? There's no way business is that important to you. Yeah. If he's not depressed, then what kind of mental illness is this? Because this is not normal. This is, yeah, no, this is, it's a little intense. It's a little yeah, much. a little bit. Um, and he also has a really interesting theory and opinion that, okay, so basically biohacking is dominated by males. There's not many females that are into biohacking. And... Um, Fago says that, like, women generally live longer than men, um, so, like, men are into biohacking, but he (laughs) thinks that this might mean that women get left behind and will die off and go extinct when biohackers start living forever. Oh, my God. So maybe that's why he doesn't want a relationship. (laughs) Because they're just going to He's like, you're going to die off. You're you're not optimizing your biology. (laughs) Go die. That um okay honestly if the world is only made up of biohacking men maybe it should just end there yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a good sign <laughs> that we went maybe too far that means you yeah <laughs> a little too far you you just went a little bit too far you know like how are you gonna continue on the human race i mean you're not <laughs> yeah like females science has enabled females to reproduce without males yeah but science has not enabled males to reproduce without females. So they have not been able to figure yeah. out that uterus situation. It'll just be the biohacking men. They'll be living forever. But if history tells us anything, they'll probably all kill each other. <laughs> they'll be wars. <laughs> <So>, yeah. It's <laughs> not going to go well for them. <laughs> that was a good one. Because <laughs> yeah. they're aggressive and they're fighting. And when they're yeah. all able to live forever... Business. They're not going to be the best Fuck. anymore, so they're going to have to kill each other to prove that they're the best, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know how it is. 
totally men (laughs) yo that's so sad like at that point it's like what are you working for like i don't understand how being the best can drive you that much and like making the most money and being the most healthy like what are you doing it for yeah exactly you have no love in your life (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing man So that's uh. if I go. That's how extreme it can get. Now, not everybody um, goes that hard or is that extreme. <laughs> Thank God. So I also wrote down just kind of a list of some examples of common biohacking trends that a lot of people engage with that aren't like fago completely level. disruptive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the first one is bulletproof coffee. So that is when you put butter in your coffee. It has to be grass-fed. I think like salt-free organic butter and you blend it in instead of cream um, what? and it's supposed to aid with energy, clarity, and inflammation. Oh, that sounds know. so good. I'm down. Honestly, <laughs> I've done it with um, coconut oil. It's actually Ooh, really good. It like kind of creams so your coffee, gives a yes, little like coconut flavor. Oh, it's good. It's amazing. good. I'm going to yeah. try that. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think that my biology was hacked by it. A lot of people <laughs> think it like makes them really smart or something like that because it gives like your brain extra fats. Oh, I don't really sure. understand the science totally behind it. Yeah, but yeah, your brain fat for sure. I got to say it didn't really make me feel that much smarter, but it was good. <laughs> the um, the next one is meditation, which to me does not feel like biohacking. That just yeah. feels like doing good things for your mental health mm-hmm. and emotional mm-hmm. well-being. But meditation is apparently biohacking. Okay. The uh, next one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the next one you're going to love, okay? The Yay. next one is grounding, okay? Oh. Which is walking oh, barefoot. Yes, the electrons. <laughs> yes! Let's it's go! walking around barefoot in nature because connecting... Um, because when you do that, you connect with the natural energy stored in the earth. Yes, Your body bitch. absorbs yes. the electrons. Yes, it does. I told you there's spare electrons in the ground, baby. Spare electrons in the ground going up <clears> into <throat> your feet. Yeah, this is a pseudoscience. science works. No, it's not. It's, it's a real. pseudoscience. <laughs> it's totally real. That's how science works. <laughs> I like your song. Spare electrons in the ground, baby. <laughs> Long distance. <laughs> Um, you can even buy grounding mats if you live in the city that are charged with electrons so you can stand on them (laughs) yeah it is therapy but it's not dirt they're just like plastic mats oh okay still 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 okay okay but it's the same idea as therapy that we had oh just go stand in the dirt yeah amazing i did love that thank you biohacking (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) wrote that one down just for you like the electrons (laughs) the electrons (laughs) Um, so the next one is circadian centered lighting, which essentially, which essentially is sitting in front of a light for like 20 minutes a day, like a, (laughs) what? Just a light, (laughs) like a lamp or something. There's like a certain color of the light where I think it mimics the sun. I think it's supposed to be blue light. Um, and apparently blue light is bad for your sleep. Oh, it's bad for your sleep, but you're supposed to do it in the morning. Yes. To like wake up. Yeah, and apparently it can reset your circadian rhythm. So, like, if you're up late, you know, if you have a baby or something, and then you have to wake up early, you sit in front of the light, and then it resets your rhythm. Okay, that's nice. I, I don't mean, understand I... it. Science <laughs> is not my strong point, though, so. <laughs> All right. Sure. Next one. Standing desk. 
Hey. Thank you, everyone. I'm Courtney. hacking biology. Yes, yes, yes. I am superior. I am superior. <laughs> um, so basically, they say that it keeps your energy high throughout the day. Um, and you have more energy and less pain so you can be productive. Because, like, you don't have pain from, like, sitting and being crunched yeah. over. Which actually totally makes sense. Yeah. This one, Ooh. this one, fine. I believe I like this one. Um, the next one is ketosis, which is basically the keto diet. Um, yeah. And it's changing your body's main source of energy from sugar to fats. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have heard of this now, ketosis yeah. diet. Yeah. This is like a big trend. Maybe this is a good opinion, actually. I might do this as an opinion mm-hmm. in the future because, yeah, keto is a big trend right now. Um, but a lot of science says that it's really bad for your body. Yes. So. That is what I have heard as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People are like, don't do it. Like, it's not your yeah. ketosis is a survival method that your body uses. You're putting your body in a lot of stress. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A lot of stress. And if your body is, like, there's some biology we don't need to hack, you know? If your body is designed (laughs) to break down carbs to provide energy. Yeah. That's that's what it should be doing. (laughs) That that we should help it. Yes. (laughs) Not be like, break down the fats instead. Like, don't let it help -hmm. help it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Help a girl out, you know? Feed yourself some carbs. Okay, the next one is a little weird. It's rewilding ourselves. Okay, which means that I'm interested. You periodically reset yourself um, by reinvigorating our wild nature. So Ooh. this could mean eating live foods, which means like oh. plants and meats, not oh, like alive, just God. things that were living. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't worry. I had the same reaction. I was like, absolutely not. Ew. <laughs> Um, breathing air from nature and exposing ourselves to sunlight, which I got to say again, this doesn't feel like a biohack. This feels like being a human. Yeah, this <laughs> feels like essential things you need so to be far. a human. Yes. So far. It's now a cool <laughs> trend to go outside. That is what this is. Go outside. Yeah, literally. Breathe regular oxygen. Go outside. Take a breath and outside. Stand in the sun for like a second. Yeah. Biohacking. Biohacking. Hacked my biology. What you the did fuck? not hack your biology. You literally followed the instructions to a T. Yeah. Like, that's what Those we are the instructions that come in the box with your human years. body. <laughs> Those are the instructions in the box. <laughs> yeah. That's good. This is being a human. How are we so far removed from being a human being that people think that this is a fun? This is a Silicon Valley trend. Stand outside. Okay, I think that those people in Silicon Valley maybe are so unhealthy that they so detached from reality. Totally, that people have to frame it in a biohacking type of way for them to be a basic healthy human being. It's true. (laughs) And honestly, like with everything that's going on in Silicon Valley, like that we were just talking about with Elon Musk and. Um, Zuckerberg trying to create these like realities that we live in that we're not really human and like we're not in real world it is kind of a luxury (laughs) to stand outside and it is kind of like a niche thing to do (laughs) stand outside (laughs) and they're like wow I feel so much better this must be biohacking yeah literally it's It's not you're just living your life wrong supposed to be indoors for all the hours of the day (laughs) yeah maybe just an idea maybe just have some exercise (laughs) Um, so the next one is showing gratitude. Again, okay. uh, actually, no, I, I, I like this one and I get this one. So <clears throat> it's basically setting aside five minutes of your day to write down three to five things that you are grateful for. Oh, 
and it changes your pattern of thinking into a positive one. So instead of saying I had a bad day, your brain starts being like, oh, these are the good things that happen in the day. Even yeah. if it was a bad day, good things happen. So it changes the way that your brain looks at the day. Totally. So totally. I like that this one. Is, this is a good one. This is I've read this in a couple of um, self-help books as well. It's just like practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. Definitely a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try it. I don't know if that's it a biohack. Nice. It sounds easy. It sounds it nice. Is easy. So well, I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can do it. <laughs> like um, the too. next one is intermittent fasting. Oh, my God. Which. Okay. People are so into it. Yeah. I understand intermittent fasting, but on another level, I kind of don't. Because it's basically like sometimes it's like a six to eight hour window where you eat all your food and then you don't eat for the rest of it. Sometimes I accidentally intermittently fast, you know, and it's not like it's not like a hacking thing. It's like those are hours that I eat. And then after I eat dinner, I'm not hungry anymore. And then I go to bed. Yeah, and maybe like listening to your body is okay. Yeah. Maybe you don't need a timer on your phone to tell you when to eat. Aww. And with intermittent fasting, the studies about intermittent fasting have only been done in animals that show it's beneficial. They haven't been done in humans. Oh. No. Um, and the theory is that like it's your body starts to like eat the bad cells. Oh, I when you have no food, that I think all. is the theory. Um, but that it actually sense. hasn't been proving, proven. So a lot of people are really into intermittent fasting and they like swear by it. Yeah. But there is no, it's a pseudoscience. There's no science to back it up. Wow. Tea. Ooh. Breaking news, guys. It's okay to listen to your body, guys. We don't need to yeah, glamorize eat. eating disorders. <laughs> like, no. That turn them into these just eat. fads and trends and like, just eat. It's okay. You yeah. can eat. Um, and the last one is cold showers. Um, it's uh, supposed to okay. improve mental clarity and reset your hormones. Cool. I love that. Yeah. A lot oh, of people swear by this. A cold lot of people showers, swear by like eh? cold showers being like life changing. Oh, but that's such like a simple thing to do. Can you do a warm shower and then like a two mm-hmm. minute cold shower at the end? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. perfect. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that like you have to have like your forehead and like your chest in the cold stream and it has oh, to be for gosh. at least like a minute and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I don't have the strength to do that. I have tried. I hate cold water. I, hate cold. I don't hate cold water. I'm okay with like jumping in a cold stream, jumping in a cold lake. I'll do it yeah. any day. I cannot stand cold showers at all. You just can't do it, eh? It's my safe place, okay? <laughs> don't bring I'd like to be warm and warm safe place. and relax in the shower. Yeah. Don't take it away from me. I can't. I've tried so many times, but I just can't. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's such a nice little ritual. And then to like disrupt yeah. it with something else. I can imagine how that can be yeah. quite, quite traumatizing. Yeah. Yeah. My shower likes to do it for me. Oh, if you're good. in the shower for like over three minutes, it's just it's like, like, and now your shower is cold. Biohack. <laughs> Aw. Well, yeah. Okay. Th- those are all, some of them are yeah stuff you can try you know if you're feeling bored one week or like if you want to turn it into a little habit try to biohack your life for a couple weeks that could be interesting and they don't seem life-altering and like exactly exactly and i get i get the doing experiments on yourself to an extent like making lifestyle changes and seeing how it makes you feel Mm -hmm. is okay Mm -hmm. like you can implement these things into your life and it makes you feel better 100 percent. do them but like i don't understand the experimenting on yourself with like drugs and stuff like that like not drugs, like medication. Mm-hmm. Medications, like experimental medications and stuff like that. Maybe don't do that. But 
100% make lifestyle changes and see how they make you feel. But don't call it biohacking. You're not hacking your biology. You're just going You are following your biology. If you do something and it makes you feel better, that is... Oh, I like that. That's following following your your biology. biology. That's like you... Just our life right now doesn't follow human biology, right? So Mm. maybe this is... Maybe biohacking is actually just doing things right. Because a lot of it is like sitting in front of a light that looks like sunlight. (laughs) Maybe it feels like a normal going outside yeah show they gratitude oh like, yeah a lot of these things feel those like are human nice things. things yeah i like them they are nice they are human things and yes we don't have let capitalism rebrand it far detached Bio-hacking. from those things they are literally <laughs> rebranding being a human being yeah <laughs> pretty much pretty much Bio-hacking. all right All right, you guys, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know if how you feel about Facebook. Just yes. How, how are you feeling after <laughs> are that? Are you afraid? <laughs> are you afraid? Are you angry? Did you yell along with us, <laughs> or are, are you, you in tech? Are you? <laughs> Um, and yeah let us know about biohacking have you tried it are you into it do you think it's hacking or do you think it's um, just being human let us know you can head over to our instagram at very.unimportant.people you can um, reach out to us over email which is hatersclickhere at gmail.com and that's h8trs clickhere at gmail.com we're on twitter at vunimportantppl we are on tiktok Y'all can find us. <laughs> Our followers are growing, so you guys are you're getting it. You're doing it. Yeah, you're finding us. <laughs> and last but not least, we are on Patreon. Please check us out. You can head over to our Instagram, head over to our page, our link tree, then our Patreon. It's a little bit of a challenge to get there. I believe in you guys. There's a lot of good stuff on there for you. So oh, yeah. <laughs> take a look, see. Yay! Cubans love and challenges. Yeah. <laughs> Biohack. Find our Patreon. <laughs> And that's it for us this week. I hope you have a great 